0: It's time for Larry Knows Ah, My guest tonight, he's got the body of a man and the eyes of a hawk. He's Johnny Ernest. John follow. 6.01pm on the eve of the NBA trade deadline. We've already had a few trades uh, at the time of this recording. 6.01pm Eastern. The most recent trade was uh, Portland flipping Nikhil Alexander-Walker, who they got in the trade with the Pelicans for CJ McCollum, to the Utah Jazz for a pick... And to pick one elsewhere, something like that. The Joe biggest, Ingles. What? Oh, yeah, Joe Ingles, the expiring injured Joe Ingles, um, who, hey, if Utah wins wins a ring, he'll get a ring. If, we, if Utah wins a championship, he'll get a ring, and he'll have played his part by trading himself. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, the biggest trade yesterday was, let me read this. Let me get the details correct. The Indiana Pacers given up uh, Sabonis, Jeremy Lamb, Justin Holliday, a 2023 second rounder, to the, Simacro, to the Sacramento Kings for Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, and Tristan Thompson, which of course begs the question what the fuck are the Sacramento Kings doing? Is that your reaction as well? Yeah. I mean,
1: I just don't see it. I, I see, I, I guess the only way I can rationalize it is they, their backcourt was too crowded, mm-hmm. and there was just no market for Fox.
0: I think both right? of those things are true. Um, I mean,
1: I feel like they could get something for Mitchell. I like Mitchell. I like Mitchell. Um, um, I don't know that he's, you know, ever going to be the impact guy in the pros that he was in college. Um, but I like him. I don't like Fox and no one likes Fox and Fox is a huge contract. Right. And so I, they, I guess they, they said, well, no one's going to take Fox. So we can get something for Halliburton because we can't keep everybody and we can't move Fox so let's move Halliburton. But my God, that is just, it is just tragic. I mean, my heart goes out to the Sacramento Kings fans. Like, that is just
0: terrible. Friends of the show, Marcus Haugen, Marcus the Mad Dog, we are sorry. Yeah, Yeah. sorry, Marcus. Sorry, Marcus. Jeez Louise. I mean, come on. Tyrese Halliburton is the best thing the Kings have had in forever. I mean, and I think Fox... Yeah, I guess he sucks recently. I haven't watched enough Kings games to really know, but I think you could have gotten something. Like there was there was rumors and we'll get to Julius Randall in a bit about maybe swapping Randall for right. Fox. I personally would have done that. You know, the the Kings obviously Sabonis is better as a better piece than Randall in their minds and and I think in my mind too. So they wanted Sabonis instead, but they probably would have been able to keep Halliburton. It's just, it's mind boggling. And it, it's the worst part is it seems like they're doing it. It's like their are guiding principles. One, as you said, the log jam at the guard position. So doing a trade out of necessity rather than, rather than like being a good trade. They're not taking a book out of Maury's playbook where he's just waiting on the Ben Simmons, wait, like not trading Ben Simmons until he gets the deal he wants. And the other thing is they're, I guess, three games out of the 10th seed, and they really want to make a play-in game. Uh, Vivek is saying, let's make the play-in. Um, I mean, Sabonis is good, right? Yeah. He's a good, very good offensive player. Um, not such a great defensive rim protector. Uh, so he's going to be a great, like, I think tonight Rashawn Holmes is... It's either tonight or tomorrow. Whenever their next game is, Rashawn Holmes is supposedly not playing. Uh, he's the, the center currently for the Kings, and I don't know how they're going to have the two of them play together. It's the same issue with Sabonis in Indiana and would be the same issue with Sabonis anywhere. I mean, the Fox-Sabonis pick-and-roll combo is going to be great. I think it's going to be a delight. Um, and I- I've seen some people who are really high on Sabonis say it's a good trade for both teams, but man... I think they could have done better and Oh my halibut. God. I, I feel like, so I,
1: I, I got roped into clickbait mm-hmm. the other day. It was, it was just in my Google news feed saying, Oh, could the rockets land Halliburton <laughs> at the trade deadline? I was like, Oh, you what? Click that. So I clicked that. I, cl- <laughs> I click on it. It's like, yeah, probably not. Cause the Kings <laughs> would be crazy to trade him and the rockets, you know, don't really have the assets. I'm like, Okay, well, thanks. Yeah, um, but I honestly, I never, never saw this coming.
0: No. Um, and apparently, the the around the league, people are saying they didn't know Halliburton was even for sale. Which people may be talking shit, um, but if that's true, then another bad job by the Kings. They should have said, "Hey, Halliburton's for sale. Give me your best offer. Not first offer gets it." Right. Ech. So, it seems like once again the Kings are one of the dumb teams and don't have a plan. Uh, From the Indiana standpoint, this is this is a heist. Oh,
1: and it's so with a with a creative mind like Carlisle, Mm -hmm. um, and just the like and a malleable player like Halliburton, um, man. I think they can, they can do a lot and they're going to get a good draft pick this year. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually think if I I think healed could go again, right. Right. Like healed's a straight up shooter. Like, I mean, he's not much else at this point, but he's a decent shooter and it's trade deadline time. That's when teams just go, all right, give me a shooter. Maybe they can turn healed into something else. Um, Tristan Thompson, uh, you know, NBA champion Tristan Thompson. <laughs> um, he's not what he's not what he once was, but he's not going to be a problem, right? right. And he's not. Yeah, he's yeah. just
0: he's 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 just a guy. He was and, just contract um, filler anyway.
1: Yeah, and so you know that's so that's fine. And Miles Turner, I, I haven't seen the latest on him, but for him that means he's a pacer,
0: right? I would think so, because um, yeah, like. Like the Kings, they had a positional log jam, which was at the center position, and Miles Turner very much fits into a Rick Carlisle offensive system where it's it's like, you know, a heliocentric offense where everybody's spread out. Miles Turner is a good three point shooter. Sabonis is not, and they tried to work him in, and it didn't work. But now Miles is the only big there, or the only like starting caliber big, gets mm-hmm. to do his thing. You got Brogdon... Also, some injury problems, but very good point guard Halliburton, uh, Chris Duarte. Um, they they already got a draft pick for Karis Levert. Yeah, a nice nice trade. Getting Karis
1: Levert was a
0: yeah. That was that was like
1: I mean, it's probably going to be a crappy draft pick, but still, like they do a lot with draft picks.
0: They develop talent in Indiana because they have to. Yeah. But this is the first time I, I, I don't I don't even think it counts as tanking, but it is trading assets away for future value. Um I mean you could cause you could say Sabonis is better right now than Halliburton. It's hard, but maybe not. Um <laughs> but uh it's it's a way to like keep Carlisle happy because it's a team that doesn't bottom out, doesn't suck, maybe is better <clears throat> than it was a couple weeks ago, has less <clears throat> of a positional problem fits more into what he's going to do. I, I, I see them being a very good team next year. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I, um
1: you know, I'm not close enough to the draft stuff yet to know what they're going to, you know, where they're going to end up and mm-hmm. what, what's on the table. But um yeah, adding a nice young prospect or taking that draft pick and flipping it to something else. I, I have to think they'll take the draft pick. Probably they'll, they'll keep it and and bring someone in, but um, cause they don't have any, I mean, Halliburton's great, but he's not like a cornerstone, um, all-star talent. Right. Right.
0: I don't think um, he's the best I, player on a championship team.
1: Right. Right. So, but with uh, you know, a top five pick in the draft, you can get those things. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is, it's crazy, man. I, I don't know. I, I was not putting Indiana on my list of teams to win a title in the next <laughs> 10
0: years, but right. they could be interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Cause if they, if they do get that really uh seller draft pick this year, that whoever that is, that guy will line up. The timeline will line up with, with Duarte and Halliburton. Um, you know, they, they could still keep, Rogden and turn around; they could flip those and still be decent. It's like retooling on the fly. It, it's just a just great moves. Unlike yeah. the Sacramento Kings, who got to make that tent, got to make that play in. <laughs> so, apologies to our dear friend Marcus. All right. Um, speaking of Daryl Morey, um, you know there's 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 scuttlebutt. I don't know what you're hearing from your contacts. <laughs> but my contacts on um, on the Internet say <laughs> say there's there's rumors about, you know, Harden on very unhappy with the Nets and he wants to go to Philly anyway. So uh, uh, something around a Simmons for Harden trade. So uh assuming that happens, you know, maybe uh, Philly would have to give up a pick or two as well or a Tyrese Maxey or something. Which is, that would be a big piece. Uh, how, do you, how do you like this trade for both teams? I actually. Let's start with Philly. Let's start with Philly.
1: I, for Philly, it, it depends 100% on what they give up mm-hmm. because they are, because Simmons isn't playing, right? Right. So obviously, replacing um, someone on your team with James Harden, who, and that, and that person isn't even playing right now, that's nothing but positive
0: but mm-hmm.
1: they are they're playing pretty well. Yeah. They've got good chemistry. They've got a good, they've got a good system and Harden, um has not this year been trying on defense. I mean, he was never, he's never been known for his defense, but his effort has been abysmal and he's got this hammy that, you <laughs> it, know, maybe just injured it, yeah, who, who, who knows um, it makes them an offensive force and makes them a dangerous out in the east but i just don't know if if it compromises them especially if they have to give up maxi yeah um i i think they could lose a lot on defense like i've we've seen this before where hello los angeles lakers Mm -hmm. right where you bring in somebody who is you know a big time scorer and a name player and you shed a bunch of role players who are hard nosed defenders and can shoot threes like Curry. If they have to lose Curry, I don't, I don't know. Cause it, and then it also shortens your bench. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I think it's risky. I, I really do. Especially if he's going to go there anyway. I, I think if I were Maury, I would, I would wait it out um, and see how this goes this year.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think I think Harden um, on the back end of whatever new deal he gets mm. is going to be even older and even more out of shape and even <laughs> less driven. Uh, so that, that'll be, and paid even a higher salary. So that's not going to look good. I am inclined to say, even if they have to give up, uh, even if they have to give up Maxi, I think they do it. They should do it. He's still a star player. He's still, you know, when he's engaged, he's still a top ten player in the NBA, and with him in Embiid, you, that's a, that's a title contender. But True. as you say, if you truly, if the intel is he's truly unhappy in Brooklyn, uh, and we could get to that in a bit. Um, yeah, I guess wait it out because he's not going to get any happier. And, (laughs) and it's not like the teams with cap space, like Detroit and Orlando are going to, he's not going to sign with them. So they could kind of, it it seems now like this, this is coming up because a few weeks ago, it would have sounded insane. Harden for Simmons, like, you know, Harden's a, 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 a former MVP and Simmons, who knows if he's Still can play anymore. Uh, it seems kind of crazy, but it sounds like Brooklyn's kind of being squeezed, and they know Harden's going to leave. So if that's the case, then maybe wait wait until the summer.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree, and I'm I'm with you on that. The back end of that contract, yeah. Like holy cow, unless unless I have you know a sworn statement from James Harden that he's going <laughs> plant based and going to start doing the stuff that you know, LeBron did to extend his career. Chris Paul did to extend his career. He's going to hit a wall. And I mean, the one thing though, I guess about this year and about him as an offensive player, um, he showed when he went to the Nets that he could facilitate. Like he wasn't just James Harden in Houston. All the shots have to go through me. So if I hadn't seen that, I would say no way in hell this is going to work. But having seen that, I think it could work offensively, and I think it could be it could be devastating. I just I just worry about the defense. I don't know.
0: Yeah, and as you said, upsetting the chemistry and giving up a good player in Maxi or Seth Curry for for Brooklyn. Do you like getting Simmons or Simmons plus for James Harden? I actually, I actually weirdly do. I think Simmons. Um,
1: I think having Simmons as a defender is huge. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that um, they, they have enough shooting, right. They have enough scoring. Yes. They don't need him to, to shoot. And he can score, but go in the, they go in the open court, right. He's, he's great at, he's great at fast break stuff, but um, I think they could, if, if then Kyrie gets to play and Durant gets healthy, um, they could be really good, yeah, with Simmons, like like scary freaking good.
0: I mean, they could still be scary good with Harden and and Durant and Irving if Irving gets oh, the yeah. home games and Durant comes back. Which is which is crazy. Like, what, what is Harden so upset about? I mean, I know like he didn't sign up for this with an injured Durant and Irving and Kyrie only being able to play half the games, but like. Is it, is yeah, who, he, who could
1: have thought that the guy with the torn Achilles would maybe get injured right. again, or that the guy who, who like is completely mercurial would mm-hmm. just not, would only be playing half the game.
0: Especially when Mercury's in retrograde. He's very mercurial right. then. <laughs> I, I
1: mean, I don't know. I have no sympathy for, for Harden. And I mean, he knew the yeah. bed
0: he was, he was climbing into. Um, and, but... and is he sure he's going to be happy in Philly? When they have no depth and it's just him and Embiid, I don't know. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think I think if Durant comes back and and I imagine he will, uh, and Irving gets to play home games, New York State is dropping its uh, vaccine mm-hmm. mandate soon. Not New York City. Eric Adams, if you want your approval rating to go up, <laughs> know this: most New Yorkers hate the Nets. So keep that mandate in play until after the season. <sighs> yeah. Don't be fooled by the fact that they're a New York team. Anyway, yeah. So with you add in Simmons, um, and where he just he he doesn't have to shoot. Yeah, that's then yeah. they're great again. It's an, it's a good way to extend the lifetime of that team that all of a sudden looks like uh oh things are not going so great.
1: Yeah, and Durant. I mean, Durant was uh, playing at MVP yeah. level when yeah. he went out. Right? He'll come back. He's going to rest as much as he needs. They're not going to fall out. Right. In the East, they're not going to drop below ten. I mean, they've lost a bunch of games, but they're not. <laughs> they're not going to fall out. And Durant's going to be a world beater. And I wouldn't want to
0: play him in the playoffs. No, no way. No way. No way. So that's that trade. Hopefully, it seems like there's a lot of momentum behind it, but. The, the one caveat is, Maury is just gonna—he's gonna hold out. He's not gonna—he's not gonna pull a um, Monty Morris. I think is is the GM of the Sacramento Kings. All right, G- moving across the East River from Brooklyn <laughs> to Manhattan. Uh, do you think the Knicks should uh, try to move Julius Randle tomorrow? Yes.
1: Um, are the choices tomorrow or tonight? Cause I'll take either one. Uh <laughs> no, I, 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 honestly do. And it's crazy. It's crazy, but, um, I think it's, I think it's doable and I think they can get value for them. Um, or at the very least they can offload somebody else. Like I would even take the, the Westbrook deal, the Randall and Fournier or whatever. Okay. Um, Like I would, I would take that because I think the um, with Randall last year, there were two possibilities. It was like, Oh, either this guy finally figured it out or he's, this is, you know, a season where in which the Knicks are rested and every other team is tired. Mm -hmm. And this is like, he's, this is, you know, going to be an outlier. And I think it was more of an outlier and I just don't see him as being the best player on a on a championship team and he's not paid all that much either. That's the nice thing about Randall. Like 20 20 million, 25 million wherever he is right now. Like is not a crazy amount of money for a second best player on a team, right? So that's the thing. That's why I think you can get real value for him. And it, or at least get someone to eat Fournier's contract or mm-hmm. whatever. Although, doing the Fournier thing is like admitting then... I mean, we, that's like saying, oh, we just really screwed up
0: yeah. on this Yeah, I mean, in in a way, I would like... That would be an encouraging sign from the front office to be like, okay, we messed up. We'll, we're not going to keep it... You're not going to, like, you know, ex, expand, expound upon that mistake. If we're going right. to pivot. Um, yes, I would like to trade Randall. Uh, I think, you know, there's a chance it's just when his shooting numbers are better, he plays better. He's been playing very, actually pretty well the last few games. So there's a chance he bounces back to something in between last year and this year. And that's, you know, that's a chance. Um, I would trade him because I think you want to open up playing time for the young guys.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, Another reason not to trade him is because his value is at an all-time low right now versus what you could have gotten a summer ago, but I don't think it's going to go up much. I think you move him now, force Tibbs' hands to play the young guys. As far as what trade I would do, uh, with the Lakers, um, so I like the variation that is something, and I don't know if the Lakers would do this, but something like Fournier, Walker, and Burks. Uh, Burks and Fournier are two guys the Lakers can play. Walker, probably not. Um For Westbrook. And then who cares if we even play Westbrook Randall for Westbrook. I would need that, that 2027 first from LA to do it Um, because as, as bad as Randall's been, I don't know. (laughs) Westbrook's just terrible as well. I mean, is he though? No, it's What what happened last year?
1: Like Westbrook yeah. had COVID, he was injured, he was crappy. And then the second half of the season, he put the Wizards on his back and carried him to the playoffs. Right. Yeah. I yeah. just think, I think he is hopelessly out miscast. Yeah. As a, as a running mate for LeBron. Um, and he could have been okay. And this is, this is not saying like, Oh, poor Westbrook. Yeah. Cause this is on him this is on him not being able to change his game to play off the ball and be a useful defender and all these things that you need to be to play with LeBron. But um, the Westbrook that we saw last year isn't gone, right? Right. Like he could take a lead dog spot. He could go back to the wizards and probably (laughs) get them to get them to the play in game. Um, And I think, I think on the Knicks if you put him out there um I don't know. I don't yeah. know if he's a great role model for the younger players <laughs> except in terms of effort. Yeah. Like if he if he gets the all the young guys like damn this guy is giving it every night and Tim's loves guys who give it every night, right?
0: Yeah. And the Knicks definitely need a point guard especially with Rose still injured. So still it, it kind of and- fits. It does kind of fit. It's only one more year. And uh, yeah. and point guard right now, I mean, I would like to see Deuce McBride, the guy they drafted from West Virginia, get more time at point guard because why not? But you could do that with Westbrook. The big thing for the Knicks, you know, moving Randall, I hope they do. I think, I don't know. I, I think they probably won't just because his value is at an all-time low and maybe they think they, they could probably move him just as easily in the summer. Um, but I would like them to move him, open up some, some, some more time for OB. And what they really need to do, and this is they've even said they wanted to do, is they, they traded for Cam Reddish for a reason. Mm-hmm. So they're planning on playing him. So which means they have to move at least Alec Burks. If, if not Alec Burks and Fournier to get him and Grimes and RJ more playing time. But you move Randall, that's a big move because now you're saying in no uncertain term and that to RJ Barrett this is your team you're handing him the keys mm-hmm. which is what they should do and um be fine with not making the playoffs this year get a get a good draft pick they have an, a lot of nice young players no maybe no future all-stars but besides RJ could be a future all-star if he continues on this path It's it, that's uh i think 50/50 right now but yeah Go back to a year, uh, a time of development, and I think the Knicks are in good shape then.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I I think it's the I think it's the right move, um, and I I mean I think Fournier, for all his warts, like the guy shoots over forty from three. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, he's a if he's in a particular role. I mean, he's not a great defender and he's not as good a playmaker as he thinks he is mm-hmm. but there I mean there's there things he's good at yeah um, I, I don't know I I think they can I think they can turn him into something I don't know what the demand the market for Burks is
0: out there yeah um, I think earlier in the season it was probably pretty good because he was playing pretty well um, I wish they had I think there were some thoughts they would maybe trade him to the jazz who re, who initially drafted Burks um, in sort of the the we'll give you Burks, we'll take on Ingles' contract, so you save some money, get a player who could help you, and then we open up some playing time. But that's obviously no longer going to happen. Uh, but yeah, I I I mean, he's I could see him fitting into the Lakers. They need wing depth, and he's a guy who's good at that. If not, you know, not great, but good. So. I don't think anymore you could get like a late first the way Indy did for Karis Levert. He's not on that level, but you could, you could get a second at least maybe two seconds for him. And I would do that. I, they have to trade somebody. They have, they can't, they can't go into the second half of the season with like Kemba Fournier and Burks all getting major minutes. Because then you're, I mean, they might not make the playoffs
1: anyway. Right. But it, it, if they did, it's like play in game, you know, quick yeah. out, and there's and limited development then for the younger guys. Yeah, so that's it's that's a lose
0: lose. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Tips probably still thinks they could win the NBA championship. I like the
1: I like your idea of forcing his hand, like uh, like in Moneyball. When, yeah. Uh, <laughs> when, yeah. It's, Brad Pitt's like, uh, all right, I'm just gonna trade him. And like, what? Art House <laughs> losing his mind. Who was it that he traded? Uh, I forget. It was one of um was it Giambi? Jason Giambi? Oh, it, yeah. No, I think or no, Jeremy but, Giambi. Giambi was, I think it was Jeremy Giombi. I think he might have traded Jeremy Giambi. I don't know. I forget exactly. It's been a while since yeah. uh, I saw it, but like, um, and I don't know how whether Billy Bean really ever did that or not, but it yeah. was. But I think he did. I think he he was like, all right, you're not going to you him. You're, you're going to keep playing this guy that I don't want you to play. He's out. Of <laughs> I'm just,
0: yeah. Yeah. That's what you got to <sighs> do. Uh, and um, I, I do like the part in Moneyball where um, I think it starts out there. They're in the draft room. This is the year they took Nick Swisher in the first round. Mm-hmm. And um, they say Art Howe's in there in the draft room with them. But he's just basically sitting quietly in a chair because nobody wants his opinion <laughs> on anything. So he's, he's just like, in the room, just as like a uh, as like a token nod to the to the to the manager. Uh, that was that was an underrated Philip Seymour Hoffman
1: performance. You know, I never saw the movie, so I got. Oh, you never saw the movie? Yeah, I, oh, I read you it. you should see it. Yeah. Oh my God, the movie. The book's great, but the movie yeah. is the movie's fantastic. Yeah.
0: Um, I oh, will, yeah, I will. I will. I will make sure to watch that right after yeah. I watch the. The biopic on uh, Kurt Warner that's coming out. (laughs) Is is there a Kurt Warner biopic coming up? Oh, God. I mean, I love Kurt Warner. It is a good story. He does have a good story. I'm sure it's going to be sappy as hell. I mean, it's
1: an all-time great Iowan. So (laughs) I love him. Right. Like, through and through, rooted for him. My heart broke when in that, when after, well, so Fitzgerald catches that long touchdown mm-hmm. or breaks that long touchdown. And I was like, yes, yes. And going nuts. And in the, it was the middle of the night. Cause I was in England watching, mm-hmm. I was at grad school watching the game and I was losing my mind. And then it was just like, Oh, that was a, that was a brutal, yeah. brutal loss. But I love Warner. Um, yeah. some Sometimes the religion stuff comes on a little is, is, is a lot for me, yeah. but I, yeah, I'm a fan. I'm not gonna. I'm probably not gonna watch the biopic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, you'll, you'll just rewatch Moneyball. Right. The Dallas Mavericks playing very well. Um, looks like they what will, will be a top six team in the West. Luka's Luca. They they don't have that much around him. I mean, Porzingis is he's been good when he's played. Their biggest problem before we get into trade solutions is that Porzingis just doesn't want to play center. Cause if he would play the five and then you just have all wings like that, that's a devastating lineup. He doesn't want to do that. So they do kind of need a big man, their biggest trade piece. Uh, well they have two Dorian Finney Smith, but even bigger is Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson will be a free agent unrestricted. <clears throat> He's making like no money this year very good point guard he plays he does play some point guard off the bench but also he plays a lot with Luca if you're Dallas and and the bigger point is that if the, he's going to sign a big free agent deal so if they were to sign him come off season they would probably go into the luxury tax and it, it, it hamstrings them in other ways would you trade Jalen Brunson tonight or tomorrow? Well, can you, cause
1: that's, I mean, that's the thing with an, with a soon to be unrestricted free agent, right? right? It's, I mean, I, if, if you're gonna unload him, are, are you better off trying to like wait till the summer and do like a sign and trade? I feel, cause, cause right now, I mean, um, unless there's a, like a wink, wink deal that he'll resign, If I'm another team, like what assets am I going to give up for this guy? So if I have a real shot at the title this year and Jalen Brunson, who's a great, he's, he's, he's really good. Is he, if he's the only missing piece, then I don't care. Right. Then I'm all in. Then I'm like the bucks last year Mm -hmm. going to get drew holiday and just saying, yeah, here, take, take whatever. Um, I don't know if that team's out there. Right. Um, the team, otherwise, yeah, he he's, he could just walk from wherever yeah. he ends up.
0: The team that probably would have a wink, wink, nod, nod is the New York Knicks. They supposedly Brunson has a relationship with Leon Rose, something, something, and uh, his his contract matches up perfectly with Mitch Robinson. They're making the exact same amount. They're both unrestricted free agents. Dallas needs a center. Um, but I don't think... Did Knicks want to do that? I don't know. It, it kind of makes sense to me, that deal. Um, maybe they think they could retain Mitch, even at a higher rate. Um, and that they, well, they probably get, think they could get Jalen Brunson anyway is actually the thing.
1: Well, that's, that's the thing. And if you think you can do that, and I don't know, like... When do bird rights kick in? Like, I don't even know... Um, I think they.
0: I think both teams would have bird rights, okay. of, of their respective player.
1: Okay. So, so yeah. I mean, and it's not. But it's not like Brunson's going to get a max, so the bird rights wouldn't really matter.
0: Mm, I guess they, you can just pay him more. They. Let's see. I think the bird rights matter in that they could. They don't have. They could go over the cap to keep him. Oh, that's maybe that's it. Yeah, But I think they can't. There's a limit to how high of a salary they could sign him just using bird rights based on what his current salary is. And since that's only one million. I mean, if they had the cap space, they could sign him to a max. But using his bird rights, I think they can only sign him to maybe 16 million. And maybe he gets more from Detroit or Orlando. right right.
1: so i would have to know where his head was before giving up um assets for him but actually like i like i like him in new york i think yeah i think he would i think he lines up um you know really well i think that would be good he lines up age-wise yeah um
0: yeah. yeah, I think that's a good trade. And it's good, like Dallas Needs could use Mitch. They love former New York Knicks. Some, for they, some do. they do. And uh, the, the weird thing is, you know, you hear a lot about Brunson and the fact that Dallas may need to trade him because they don't know if they could keep him next year. He's going to all of a sudden be a a uh, an eight-figure deal rather than just $1.6 million. I I don't hear any of that in regards to the Knicks with Mitch Robinson. And supposedly Detroit is very interested in Mitch and they could just outright sign him. And uh, so the Knicks, they at least, I'm sure they are. It's just probably not getting the coverage. They seem like they have a a smart front office. They've got to be considering the fact that they could lose Mitch for nothing. And well but even then he they could still pull off a sign and trade right potentially potentially unless um, a team with cap space just signed him right yeah. um but yeah yeah no it's it's true and I they're
1: um they should be thinking I'm sure like you're saying I, I'm sure they are I'm sure they're I'm sure they're about this. thinking it Mitch has been a great Nick yeah um but I would do that deal yeah
0: and if I'm advising Nick uh Mitch next year You don't need to do the Knicks any favors. Get yourself paid. uh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) He's been paid nothing (laughs) and has had, like, seven (sighs) agents who have, like, he's fired all of them. All right. Uh, Let's talk about your Houston Rockets. So you said before you're waiting for them to do something. uh, Who who do you want to see no longer on the team come tomorrow night?
1: (laughs) That's... um... I, I want them to move Gordon because I think they should, I like Gordon. I think Gordon, um, he's too old to line up with, you know, when Houston's going to be good again, he's been a great, he's been a good rocket. I think they can get real value for him. I think he could play, he could be, um, an integral piece on a championship contender. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. Like he's been playing really well this year. Um, So I would love for his sake and for their sake um, for them to move on from him. The Christian Wood thing, I was like, just assuming he, I'd always heard he wanted to go elsewhere until this week.
0: Okay. What is he saying? So now I'm
1: hearing he wants to stay and I don't know what that means. I don't, I don't know why I, I think he's great. I mean, he's obviously probably the best player on the team right now on a night in, night out basis. But, um, you know, it's crowded with him in and Shangun. Mm-hmm. And
0: I feel like Shangun has a lot of upside. Plus, and- uh, this year they're going to draft either Holmgren or Banquero.
1: <laughs> I feel like it's going to be Holmgren. I'm just, for whatever reason, I'm thinking Holmgren. You just see um, him on the Rockets. I, I could see him because, yeah, back in the day they took. Um, you know, the other, the physical freak Yao Ming. Uh-huh. Right. Like it's, it, it, it seems like, I, yeah, it seems like it could happen. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Now I, I would, if they can get good value for Christian wood, I think they should move him and I don't know what they're doing. I don't know yeah. why they're holding on to him. Um, and the other, the other big piece is obviously John wall, <laughs> you know, there was the rumor of, um, apparently the Lakers are interested and they would ship Westbrook. Um, but the issue was that the Rockets were saying that they wanted that 2027 right. first. Um, and the Lakers were saying, no, nah, no, nah, two seconds or something like that. Right. Um, and the 2027 first is probably going to be a good pick. Yeah. Um, it's probably going to be a good pick. And the Rockets are already going to be getting like, you know, the Rockets are going to be good at that point. Because they're so, going to be getting all
0: those juicy Nets picks. All those
1: juicy Nets picks. And they've got their, you know, they're, they're going to be really good at that point. So I can see them holding out for that. But right before the deadline, I would take the, the two seconds. Um, yeah. And just Plus ship walls. Because, like,
0: why not? Yeah. Right? Yeah. You don't um, even have... You could just wave Westbrook the next day if you want.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So... So, yeah, certainly it would be great to get some value from Wall, if, if at all possible. But um, Gordon, I think, is valuable to everybody or, or to a lot of teams. And I think Christian Wood's valuable to enough teams that there should be something for him if they decide to trade him. Yeah, Christian if, Woods they don't, if they don't trade
0: Gordon, I will
1: – That's I, I a missed know.
0: opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he was rumored to Cleveland, but I guess that's done since they got Karis Levert. Yeah, Uh, I mean, but he's the type of guy who could fit in with any team. Like I don't know, maybe Utah. Uh, I don't know. They probably, I mean, they probably he's maybe making too much for them. They would have to give up someone making, and they no longer can trade angles.
1: Yeah, no, they just shaved like seventeen million off the off luxury Uh tax. I think. Yeah. They're not. They're not taking right any money back. Um, I heard the Clippers. Maybe I don't know. Okay. I to, um, That's I, interesting. I, um, but the Clippers again probably aren't making a run this year. But he could he'll still be
0: good next year. Yeah. Um and yeah. I I um, mean I, I like the trade getting Norman Powell for the Clippers. I thought that was, was a decent player. Um and could help them next year, as yeah. Could Gordon.
1: Yeah, so I don't know. I, I've been like just waiting, expecting something to happen and so maybe everyone's calling and they're just like they're doing the the joe dumars they got uh two cell phones on the <laughs> on at once um <laughs> and and yeah I, I they're just like all right we're gonna wait till the very last minute and get this peak price yeah uh.
0: Uh, maybe they trade i don't know i'm trying to think of an east team i don't think Brooklyn would trade Harden back to Houston. God, I don't want to because then <laughs> if they have to sign him and they have oh, I will be so Yeah, that would
1: be awful. Oh no, that would be the worst. The worst. Yeah.
0: Unless you pay nothing and then you could just trade him again after he signs. True. But yeah, no, that that's just a disaster. Uh could you know, I could see him on like the Heat or the Hornets. Um the Hornets, I'm sure, would love Christian Wood. Yeah, they would. You'd have to give up like.
1: I mean, we just probably take Lamelo Ball, like yeah, straight up. Yeah,
0: I I don't know. I've, I haven't <laughs> looked at the numbers. I don't know. Uh, yeah, he's doing all right. Uh, but maybe something like James Booknight and a pick or something. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, that's that seems that seems reasonable. I'm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would mm-hmm. help Charlotte a lot. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We we got uh, how many hours left? Like twenty hours. Yeah, to go something like that. Yeah. When's the deadline? Is it four tomorrow? I think three p.m. Three p.m. tomorrow. Okay. So I think a lot's going to happen now that we've seen some of these big dominoes fall, um, like McCollum, the long rumored right. move there. Um, I think. And there's so much talk on Simmons. I, I don't know. I think there's going to be a lot in the next so, you know, 18 hours or let's so.
0: Let's do um, rapid fire, like, yes or no, does it get moved? Uh, Eric Gordon. Definitely. Yes, I am a yes as well. Christian Wood. I'm going to say yes. I'm, I'm going to say no for Christian Wood. They They probably won't get what they want, but it would make sense to move. Uh, but they could
1: also move him this summer. So yeah, yeah that's yeah. fine. I'll,
0: I'll, I'm I'm okay with that. John Wall.
1: No. Yeah. <laughs> Russell Westbrook. Damn. I'm gonna say yes. Okay. I think I think they're gonna do something because LeBron does not will not hesitate to leave the cupboard bare. Like he'll right. he's like, oh, we got a 2027 first rounder. Yeah.
0: See ya. <laughs> Why yeah. are we not moving this? Pick from when I'm going to be retired <laughs> <laughs> that I don't care about. Yeah, yeah. I think I think West, Westbrook moves. Okay, I hope so. I want I, I want to see you know a team of LeBron and Anthony Davis do something. Uh, Julius Randle No. Uh, Evan Fournier. Yes. Okay. That would be great. I, I, I think
1: I, I, he's a shooter. I think shooting, shooting. as we get down to the final hours, I think people are going to be willing to pick up shooters, even ones with bad contracts. Hello, yeah. buddy, healed.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Fournier. No, I'll say Fournier. No, Alec Burks. Yes, gets moved. Um. Yeah. I'm, I'm yes. I'm Alec Burks. Okay. Uh, James Harden.
1: Yes. Okay. Um,
0: I guess too I say, much smoke. Yeah. There's too much smoke. Too much smoke. <laughs> I guess I say no, but I uh, and then Ben Simmons.
1: I I mean I'm gonna say I'm gonna say yes just because of the. It's gonna Harden be. Thing. I don't think it should.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, I don't think it's the best move for for Philly, but um, Maury loves him. Yeah. Maury like absolutely loves Harden, and I think. I think if that deal, like some way, some reasonable like throw in with uh, Simmons comes up, I think he'll. I think he'll take it. And I think the Nets will do it because I think,
0: yeah, I think they're on board. I think Simmons will make the Nets a whole lot better. Right, and plus they might they might be in panic mode a little bit. How about Simmons and Doc Rivers? For James Harden and assistant coach Mike D'Antoni. <laughs> Reunite Maury, D'Antoni, and Harden. Oh, I, I love it, but that would mean Simmons would
1: be playing for Rivers.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. You can't do that. <laughs> Sorry, so you need I, a 13. You need a 13. Yeah, Maybe swap Rivers, it. I guess he'll be like, you know, he'll go to the Knicks. Tibbs will go across the river
1: or rivers could go back to um his home in LA mm-hmm. and then Ty Lu gets uh, shipped out yeah and because Ty Lu is a good coach
0: yeah but I don't like, think I, the Clippers want to trade him I, I don't think they'll yeah if, if we're talking LA maybe the Lakers will take Doc Rivers and send Frank Vogel to yeah. to Brooklyn
1: yeah, I think the the coach hot stove. Not enough people are <laughs> no talking, talking about, about this. this. Yeah. Where's Stephen A. <laughs> on all the, all the potential coach moves? <laughs> and Woj?
0: Yeah, where's these Coach Woj bombs? Um, watching the Olympics at all? No, zero. Um, I think,
1: yeah, I, I I'm not usually very into Winter Olympics, mm-hmm. and this year I've just been. Busy and also the 12-hour whatever time difference and the whole weird thing with China and the village and, like, everyone's fenced in. It's just just a weird vibe, and I don't like
0: it. Did you see that one, like, man-made ski slope? It's just, like, a single slope. It looks like almost like a water slide in a water park. It has one jump, so it's for, like, the freestyle skiing, trick skiing. And it's built... So man-made snow, man-made, ramp, like, long ramp, and it's in the middle of, of like, it's, it's right next to a nuclear power plant. So you see the, like, nuclear silos right next to it. It's great. <laughs> you know, so, some Olympics, some Winter Olympics, you know, Winter Olympics are known for being just scenically beautiful, whether it's usually when it's in the Alps or something like that. But right. now you get a backdrop of a nuclear power plant. <laughs> that's awesome very fitting yes I love it it's it's very it seems very China um, The I, I have I've been watching a little bit uh, I was interested in watching the figure skating a little because now they all do quad jumps I don't know if you've read about this which wow. like triple axel used to be an amazing feat and now like yeah all, all the guy or most of the male figure skaters do quads and uh, some Russian, uh, she's like a teenager. She's 15. Um, she just did, she was the first woman to ever do a quad in an Olympic Jeez. setting. It's, I don't know what, I don't, I, I, I would like to know how they're all of a sudden able. I mean, I know how Russians are able cause they, they juice all their athletes, but
1: <laughs> I've it, seen
0: Rocky four, <laughs> but it's gotta be something like, I mean, obviously sports science and medical science are advanced. Um, and they train year round for these things, but it's also—I wonder if it's something like the way like pitchers have all increased their speed and and um, the
1: spin rate. Yeah, well, the, exactly. The, the tack, the, the spider tack, was really changing the spin rate.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the the you're you're not talking about just the like the pine tar or yeah yeah
1: that was like that what was a that was a big factor. I guess it was the, just that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, not in the velocity. It doesn't change the it doesn't affect the velocity, but it was affecting um the, the spin, rate. Yeah. yeah. So maybe they're putting pine tar on their skates. I don't know. Mm.
1: I don't know. <laughs> and it's possible like the, you know, mechanical design of the skates That's has gotten to a point. Kind of like the the swim this you know, for the swimming events in the summer, like the suits mm-hmm. are like just the right enough right right buoyant, like to keep you a little bit out of the water. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So, I, yeah, but it is, it is, it is pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, I do remember the triple axle being a thing. Hmm. Hmm. Hmm.
0: All right. Well, any any final words, final thoughts, final hopes? Uh no. I just, I hope that. Um, yeah. I hope I hope
1: it's a cool. I hope there's more excitement in the in the last few hours here. More big, de- more big trades. I hope Simmons gets dealt because. Yeah it's just better when more stars are playing. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so I, I, I hope that happens. And then, yeah, and it would be great if Westbrook gets dealt too, because this is just depressing. Like the Lakers season. It really is. I'm not like, you know, Mr. LeBron. I like him fine. But like when it's this sad, I'm like, Jesus, Yeah, just you know, Westbrook, let's move on from
0: this. He's still talented enough where it is sad. And it's just like, uh, yeah, you don't want to see him in that position.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, and he, he has value to bring to the New York Knicks. So, let's, you know, <laughs> let's make that happen.
0: All right. Well, I, of course, am at Larry the Athlete on all social media. And you can subscribe to Larry Know Sports wherever you get your podcasts. May all your dreams be hoop dreams. And may the rest of your days be days of thunder.